Nuance nostalgia, it's a 90s vibe. Come and tap in, we're keeping it live. Live, live. Nuance nostalgia, it's a 90s vibe. Come and tap in, we're keeping it live. Live, live. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Nuance Nostalgia, where every week, Caitlin and I take a look at something from our past, something one of us loves, and we talk about it, look at it through both rose-colored and critical lenses. I am Nick Norris, and with me is archaeologist and explorer, Caitlin Shortall. <laughs> That's right. Hello. <laughs> How you doing today, Caitlin? I'm so great. How are you doing <laughs> on this fine day? I'm doing great. I've seen you all day, but it's I'm good to know like you're we doing have all right. I haven't seen each other all day. Well, this uh, week, in honor of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny hitting theaters and, and possibly bombing, uh, we're looking back at what is one of my favorite movies of all time, 1981's Raiders of the Lost Ark, starring a prime, very sweaty Harrison Ford and his iconic fedora. Um, we should go ahead and tell people you did fall asleep during this movie, third time in a row. <laughs> you know what? In my defense... I will say I work nights and I do be very tired. Usually I sleep during the day, um, but I'm also tired in general all the time. I'm anemic. Yeah. But anyway, all about to say, yes, I did fall asleep again, but I had also already seen this movie. So like I already kind of knew what happened, but I just couldn't remember the exact events, I guess. Um, you hadn't seen it since, and it since you were a child though, right? I don't know if it was a child. It might've been like early college. Um, I just but, want to point out that you just got punched in the face by the, our cat's tail and you just didn't acknowledge it. You're just going to fillet <laughs> that off. Like that didn't happen. Well, it, it was it was a light tap and like it just felt weird on my lips. I was like, I didn't really like how that felt. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Anyway. You'll never be a furry. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Uh, anyway, though, um, towards the end of this, like there's that one scene, we'll talk about it, but like it just was very jarring. Like the rest of it, I don't know. The rest of it didn't like match up with it. I don't know. And it like, like toward where they opened the thing and then all the things happened at once. Yeah. And then, we'll get to yeah. it. We'll get to it. Yeah. You didn't. Yeah. We'll get to it. Um, yeah. So I watched this movie at least 100 times as a kid, me and my, my grandmother who I call Nana, we watched this movie over and over at her house. I'm not, I'm not someone who, who really is nostalgic for much, but I am nostalgic for this movie. Like this movie this series, I really love Indiana Jones. Yeah, uh, there's you do no love a character good adventure movie. Yeah, I do. I love an adventure movie. I love uh, just a cool, tough guy. There's nobody I wanted to be more as a kid than than Indiana Jones. I would I would have traded love with him in a second. Except, well, he lived in the 40s. That sounds bad. Maybe I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Don't think I would have liked that. Well, you would have, but I would have hated it. Would have just yeah. been very impressed back then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, gonna yeah. own a bank account anyway. Besides the point. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's talk a little bit about what this movie. Everybody has seen this movie, so I'm not gonna go deep into the plot. Everybody knows how this goes, but just quick review: Indiana Jones, an archaeologist, and he's on a mission to find and secure the legendary Ark of the Covenant before the Nazis do, because uh, they believe whoever owns it will have the power of God. Uh, ultimately, ultimately, the Nazis do end up getting it at the end. But then they look into it and the power of God or ghosts or the Holy Spirit, whatever it is, comes out and kills all the Nazis, melts their face off like you talked about. You didn't like that? You didn't like that? Um, it's not that I didn't like it. It just was like really, I don't know how to describe it. It's like 
first of all, I think it was stop motion number one. That seemed like I don't know. It's it's uh, I'm not sure how they did it, but it's a like physical effect. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not that I didn't like it. I just thought it was like I don't know. It almost didn't even fit in with the rest of the movie. I guess I don't know. It was like a little I love jarring. It. Like that is I my favorite was, part. I think it looked cool. Now, obviously, the the floating ghosts looked insane and not great because it was the '80s. But um, but I think in general it was not that it was like oh my god loved seeing it but and it it was just a little jarring but kind of cool i don't know (laughs) yeah well we'll um we'll talk more about that scene later but uh to finish up the synopsis so then after all the nazis are dead america ends up with the covenant and indiana jones gets together with his love interest marion which there's some controversy about that in this movie we'll talk about later too um, before we get into all that, though, I always like to talk about kind of the surrounding things with this movie, like how it affected pop culture, uh, why it's important to us, those kind of things. So this movie has been just as impactful as any movie can be for pop culture. It has you know, been parodied a thousand times, especially the big uh, rolling ball trap that he has to run away from in this movie at the beginning. And without without this movie, you don't get you're not going to get like the Bruden Frazier mummy movies. Cause that's just Indiana Jones again, but with mummies, you don't get the tomb Raider games. That's just Indiana Jones, but Iconic. a girl, yeah. you don't get we uncharted do, do games. That's just, yeah. that's True. just Indiana Jones. You're not going to get any but of that. Stuff. Version. Yeah. 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 Uh, and there's other versions and other things that I'm not mentioning there, but that's just like a small sample of that's true. And you yeah. also have to remember that this has one of the most iconic and recognizable theme songs of any movie ever. John Williams is, right. is great at this, like he is in everything. So, uh, yeah. Another thing, this this look, like the end of the Jones look, is very iconic. But did you know that that um, they actually copied this this whole costume from several other movies? What movies? So in the 40s and 50s, Explorer movies were big, even kind of in the 60s or whatever. So um, this was like the common outfit for the leads in those movies, the fedora, like a rugged sort of worn, sweaty type of get up. Like he has, like it is, there are I, movies that have the identical same clothing, but they're not as well known and they're not as handsome as Harrison Ford. So he got like the iconic <laughs> look. So, you know, he claimed it, but he was like the last one to do it out of like several people. Um, the hat makes sense. I mean, every, I feel like every single man in this movie, he's got a hat. Every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So that hat. Yeah. The hat's super iconic, the fedora. To to make that hat work, they like slapped on Harrison Ford's head like a thousand different hats, literally hundreds of hats, to see which one looked the best. And then they took that base and like custom made a hat just for his head. That's why it looks so good. It's it's fit perfectly. It's like custom made just for him. Um, we'll talk more about that later too when we talk about fashion. Your fashion segment, we love. <laughs> Um, he also has one of the most iconic weapons slash tools, I guess you'd call it in cinema history with, you know, the whip. That's so, that's so cool. And, um, he's one of the most popular Nazi killers characters in cinema and not to get political, but maybe we should, uh, it's always about, maybe we should, yeah, maybe it's good to remember to hate Nazis, you know, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should remember that. (laughs) Wait, who forgot? (laughs) Well, you you know, there's some people out there that did our, uh, (laughs) A bit Nazi like these well, days. Well, we're not we're not those. We are no. at least two of them that do not <laughs> love them. Um, did you like this on upon a rewatch? You still like it? 
yeah i definitely do it's it's Good. definitely obviously like an iconic movie an iconic yeah because it was the first one and i think it wasn't the one that i remember because i think they replaced marion and like another one and that's the one i remember so the second one is a prequel and it's a different love interest because it's set before this one. Oh, and that's what yeah. i remember but yeah, yeah i um i had seen it once before i did like it yeah yeah uh, this is the the first movie. There's now five. We just saw the new one, um, and yeah. he's he's 80 years old in that one. Literally, that's how old he is. The actor Harrison Ford. So when we watched that last night, and then we watched this today, and you're like, "Wow, he was really handsome." It's like <laughs> I almost forgot. <laughs> Not specifically, I was like, "Wow, he was so hot," and like, yeah, because obviously I've seen I've seen the original Star Wars movies, and I don't remember if they came before or after this. Um, obviously both George Lucas, but anyway, um, I knew he was attractive, but I guess like, obviously I wasn't really, I was not alive in the eighties. So I, well, he also, you know, I guess I just kind of forgot. <laughs> they, they sexy him up more in this than they do Han Solo. hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Cause he's supposed yeah, Hans, to be like this hot adventurer. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, you know, yeah. they, they, and, and Han Solo, he's got on the shirt and the vest. This he's, he's a lot of times he got a shirt unbuttoned. He's, sweaty he's running around his hair's better than his star wars hair so yeah there's a (laughs) lot going on Uh, yeah and like it's not like he and that's not to say that older older adults can't be attractive it's just like no he looks great he looks great today because like 100 percent, most 80 year olds do not look like him and and you know the fact that he can walk still (laughs) and even run obviously is is doing way better than a a lot of older adults he doesn't need to walk or anything crazy so, this is a minor, but I mean, I just forgot. <laughs> this is a minor spoiler for the new movie, but there is a shirtless scene with him at 80 years old, and he is still just muscle. Like, he is yeah, mostly muscle. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's really his, something. his arms yeah. are huge. And, like, his, you know, obviously he's older, so his skin's looser. But if his skin was tight, I think he'd just mostly be muscle. Like, it's pretty, right. it's pretty insane. So, good for yeah, him. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, I think definitely for 80 year old, looks pretty good. Yeah yeah um this movie speaking of that this movie flows so much better the original flows so much better than the newest one i like the newest one but this movie flows so well like that it's non-stop non-stop action it's fast-paced the dialogue's never boring or exhausting it stays fun and everything in it is like it's visually interesting I think it's like a near perfect explorer adventure movie definitely the best kind of unfortunately that's not something i ever noticed I yeah. well I, I think really any movie unless it's really bad I think it's good but besides the point I think you're right like something was always happening in this movie yeah. Yeah. this is something you noticed though because you mentioned it but one of my favorite things about the Indiana Jones movies is just the scenery that he's going to all these exotic places all these different countries and every one of them you know these different locations just spanning the globe uh, I think that's one of the most th- fun things about it especially for somebody like me who's never left the country getting to see somebody just go to like 12 different countries over a week a week's time like i'm like that that's amazing seeing all these different places um so i always like all the different locations um we talked a little bit about harrison ford he is he's great for this he's perfect for the role it seems like it's one of the only roles he seems like he actually enjoys too he's like talks likes talking about it unlike han solo which he hates and I um, still don't know why he hates it, but that's for another t- another time. Um, I don't know. I suppose I would also like this if I was constantly getting to go to different countries and 
the this, Andy if Mount I was, stance. If I was cast as Indiana Jones, that's all I'd ever talk about. I wouldn't talk about anything else. I think I would never let anyone forget. Yeah. I think I would be but, his age, still being like, hey, did you know I was Indiana Jones? <laughs> but did you know that, I'd wear that uh, hat all the time. Right. I would wear it everywhere I went. I'd make sure yeah. people knew that was me. Did you know that he wasn't the first choice for to play Indiana Jones? Well, who was it supposed to be? Uh, it was actually supposed to be Tom Selleck, uh, if you recognize that name. He was big. Unfortunately, I don't. Now I have to look it up. Okay. Yeah, Google Tom Selleck. He was big in the 70s and 80s. He's uh, Magnum P.I., Blue Bloods. He's in Friends. Um He's in a ton of things. He's got a, a big, beautiful mustache. You'll notice him as soon as oh, you see him. I never, I know who it is. I never knew his name. Um, yeah. Yeah, that would have not worked. I don't think, I mean, personally, I don't think the mustache would have worked. Yeah, maybe they get him to shave it. I don't know. But he, I mean, he's a good actor. But yeah, this is, I can't imagine anybody else being Indiana Jones. Uh, thank God they didn't do that. Oh, I see what you're saying about Magna P.I. Yeah, Blue Blood. Yeah. I don't know. I just, and I'm sure, like, obviously it would have been, we would have always known him as that if he was Indiana Jones, right. but I don't know. Oh, damn, he's been in a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's been. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it was Charlie's Angels. Apparently, I think it was a way better option for. Uh, um, I almost said Han Solo. Hello, Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah, uh, Karen Allen is great as Marion. I think she's the best Indiana Jones sidekick out of all of them, or she's at least tied with short round. The the little uh, boy from the third one, but it's yeah. it's it's an icing, basically the opposite of Vicky Vale in Batman. Seeing a nice strong yeah, female love 100%. interest that can get herself out of a scrape if she needs to, she does that several times in this movie. Yeah, and I think, you know, I think there's definitely some parts that, you know, for the, as far as like the female, like love interest, I guess. There's still some parts where you could tell it was like made in the 80s, like towards the end. I feel like it was definitely reminiscent of that. Yeah. But definitely, like she could at least shoot a gun and like throw punches and yeah. like she can hit somebody. You with know, a not have to, yeah, out drink, not have to rely out drink fully on him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should talk about the controversy about this character, though. So, uh, Karen Allen, um, her character Marion, is 25 in this movie. I think Harrison Ford, his Indiana Jones is in his thirties. I want to say 36, 37 in this movie supposed to be. Um, she says that they had a, some sort of a romantic relationship 10 years prior, which means he was 26 and she was 15. Yeah. And that's not something that I realized um yeah. until you pointed it out because that's pretty insane and apparently someone wanted to change it was it george lucas i can't remember i don't want to say one thing and it'd be wrong i know i've heard that like either Spiel spielberg or lucas one of them wasn't necessarily on board for it and the other one tried to talk the other one out of or something i can't remember who was who but um yeah well either way i'm just confused it. about why they kept it because like they were like oh my god it's gonna be so interesting which like i guess really yeah. You know, now that we know much more about how big men in Hollywood are in general, I guess yeah. it makes sense. They're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be so interesting. Everyone's going to want to see this. Yeah. And now we know like a ton of powerful men in Hollywood are just always going after teens. So like maybe that yeah. just makes sense. They're like, oh, my God, and this, yeah. <laughs> this is great. This part of it is not necessarily confirmed, but it's all but said uh, Indiana Jones's mentor, uh, Dr. Ravenwood, 
is her dad and they had a falling out 10 years ago. So it seems like he wasn't okay with the, with Indiana Jones dating his teenage daughter. And that's why they had so, a falling out. So I don't know. I guess I'm on team Ravenwood. Yeah. Oh, did I say Ravenwood? Raven, whatever <laughs> his name is. Name. Yeah. Ravenwood. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm, um, I guess I'm on his, t- his side. I don't know. Cause I, I think I'd feel <laughs> the same way. <laughs> yeah. They brush over this in the later ones. I can't remember. If, I think they might even retcon it in a comic and be like, no, she was 18, but in the Yikes. original script, she is she is 25, 10 years ago, 15. So that's and I always know she's the iconic one. one. Yeah. And I know she's the iconic yeah. one, but I think maybe it makes more sense. Maybe he needed to be with someone else. Or just not include <laughs> that, that line. It's a, it's a weird line to include. Just be like, I I sure do am still mad at you from when you broke up with me five years ago. Why's it gotta like, be Tim? why did it have to be a like a <laughs> weird dynamic and then they still yeah. and we're supposed to be like rooting for him to get together? What do you mean? I'll be like, Marion, get out of it. Block him. I don't know. It's weird. I always forget that Alfred Molina's in the Spider Man two's Doc Ock himself. They kill him at the very oh, beginning. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I, I didn't realize that. I always forget that he's in this, which is, that's fun. Uh, John Reese Davies is amazing in this, probably even better in the new movie, plays Indiana Jones' friend. Um, I, he's great. I think he's even better in the new one, though, but he's great in both. Yeah. And then Ro- Ronald Tracy and Paul Freeman are also great as the villains, the the French archaeologist and the Nazi guy. Uh, they're both both great as villains, too. I will say about uh, this... the new one related to the villains though, like that main guy, I don't even know I don't know his actor name, but like the main not like physicist Nazi guy. Um, he is a villain in every movie. He's just he's always the bad guy. It's his face. I think he has the face for a villain. In the are you, you talking about I mean? the one that just came out? Are you talking about yeah. Mads Mickelson? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, Mads Mickelson. Yeah, he's great. He's really good. He's I think actor. the villain in this doesn't really... Well, I guess the French guy is what I'm thinking of. He doesn't really look like a villain <laughs> in the same yeah, way that the new kinda, guy does. Yeah. He's yeah. a very pretty boy face. I just thought about that because when I was watching the movie, I was like... Or the one in theaters. I was like, wow, yeah. he, he really just is a villain in every movie he's in. He is, yeah, he's got that that evil look to him. That's Mickelson. He's a good actor. Yeah. Uh, this movie looks good for an, an 80s movie though i know it doesn't look as realistic now especially the lightning and whatnot but like we're talking about those melting faces when they open up the, the covenant and god is around them and their faces just melt uh that is terrifying it's still kind of hard to watch one of the most iconic deaths in, in history too it just looks it looks interesting like it's definitely yeah. not gory i guess necessarily i mean they I just at I the time it's, it's just like ketchup basically like supposed to be the at blood. the time this was considered really gory I've got a fact I was gonna save it for IMDb trivia but I'll pull it up now um yeah. so during the scenes where Indiana threatens no 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 sorry the film was originally given an R rating because of the exploding head at the end they didn't want the picture to be rated R so they added layers of fire in front of his face to make it appear less graphic so yeah it's like a split <laughs> second you miss it but one guy's head just pops like a like a tomato and it's blood everywhere. Yeah. They, they put fire over it, so you don't really see it. That uh, is, yeah, just, this is almost so rating. <laughs> yeah, I cannot believe that because, like, thinking about how movies are now, it's like, yeah, that would have been definitely. I feel like PG thirteen, in my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the sets and the traps in this are so great. They they feel real. They have like a real weight to them. 
Uh, it feels like Indiana Jones can actually be hurt at any time, which that's not really something you get in a lot of action movies anymore. Like the Fast and Furious guys will, their car will explode and they'll they'll be thrown a mile out of the car and they get up without a scratch, you know. So it's yeah, exactly. It, it's it's nice to see like there's stakes in in something, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, and then speaking of deaths, that plane fight is just one of my. It's probably my favorite fight in movie history. Especially when the the giant Nazi gets thrown into the plane propeller and he's just splattered like a tomato all over the place. Yeah, and I could also tell that that splatter wasn't real, obviously. Like, but I'm sure at the time people were like, "Oh my god," you know. But yeah, you know what? You wild. are you you are a stickler for fake blood, though. I've noticed that watching movies <laughs> where you're like, "That looks like ketchup." It's what, well, I guess just because like I don't know, I see blood all the time, so it's like you're a nurse. That literally doesn't look like that. it. It's, that's why you see you're not a serial killer you're a nurse oh could you imagine i'm like yeah i just kill people all the time don't worry about it <laughs> yes so so yeah i take blood all the time from people from yeah. people's arms and i think i can just tell when it doesn't look real that yeah. bothers me personally but i'm sure any person is like yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah I, I never think about it you you pointed out a lot we've been rewatching the walking dead and you point that out a lot in walking dead i'm like I okay but really okay yes but then at the same time like cgi when it doesn't look real it really bothers me <laughs> but yeah. i mean that was also 20 cents but anyway same with this is like the cgi it was just a product of its time you know yeah. i think it was new probably i don't know well talk to us caitlin about about fashion in this movie what are, what are your thoughts <laughs> i think um i think i appreciate that marion at the beginning was wearing like pants i feel like usually they make oh, yeah. the women wear like dresses and skirts and all that um so i appreciate that she had like kind of an adventurer's outfit on um yeah and then she while she was out drinking that man um in nepal (laughs) yeah um and then like i think so she gets captured by the the evil guy and he makes her put on a wedding dress question mark um yeah i think it was a wedding dress but um so that was weird so i don't know that originally but i liked it objectively i guess um it wasn't as bad as the nikki i almost said nikki Vale, the vicky Vale dress it was way better than that i'll say <laughs> personally it's how i feel um but yeah other than that she what other outfit does she have she has the one at the there's one where she's an outfit like, at the very end that i like a lot well that uh, one the... i hated that one that was probably the worst one thank god it didn't really really screen time just because like i, like that I mean it was a project of its time it had like the shoulder pads you know and like really aggressive ones and it was like it was a skirt like and then she had a hat on i was like "Mm, that's a 40s outfit yeah i ever seen one but (laughs) so like and you know it is what it is but it it, it was fine but i like the other ones more there was uh, when they got to egypt what (laughs) what about indiana jones little suits what do you think of his his little suits his little oh yeah they were good yeah they were all good (laughs) especially the (laughs) professor one was really good i liked that one a lot yeah. His little glasses, even though he never needs them a single other time, I think they're just for looks. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. So um, people have people have looked into this and tried to figure out. They've watched them through all the movies and tried to figure out if those are real glasses or if they're just for aesthetic. And totally sometimes, aesthetic. sometimes he uses them when he reads. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he uses them to see close to, to see far. So it seems like he just wears this as a fashion statement. Yeah. Well, then why does he need them sometimes to see close and far? That's really weird. <laughs> There's no continuity with that. That's I don't yeah. know. That's strange. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, at least in the new one, he doesn't need them, even though he's 80 years old. Like in real life, he would need them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think he, I think he wears them when he's teaching, maybe. I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he does. But, yeah. but anyway, um, I think my favorite outfit was probably when they had first gone to Egypt and met up with the friend. What, like, Marion's outfit was she was wearing then? I think it was like a white outfit. I was like, wow, looks like Santorini. <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, um, so that one is my favorite. The most iconic fashion statement out of the Indiana Jones movies, of course, is the hat. And I've got a little history about the hat if you'd like to hear it. So let's hear it. Um, the, the company that made this hat at the time, it was custom made, it was made like a specific type of leather and made a specific way. By the time the second movie came around, they had changed the way they made hats, right? They didn't use that leather anymore. They'd kind of st- streamlined the process, made it cheaper. And so the hats in the next movies are not the same hat and they're much floppier. They don't fit as well. They're like, they're weird. So there is a whole subculture of people who were obsessed with this hat, specifically from Raiders of the Lost Ark, was looking everywhere for anything, was trying to get stuff made, could not get the exact hat right, right? Um, so one like mega fan ended up just deciding, well, I'm just going to start making the hat on my own. I know the materials is made out of, I know the dimensions. So he just made a business making this hat in particular. And so for the fourth and fifth movies, Indiana Jones movies, one in 2008, the one that just came out this year, 2023, they used his company for the hats. So it's like a really cool, like fan story about. You know, this ultra fan made this business out of his favorite movie, and now his products are in the movies, which is pretty cool. That is wild. Yeah. Yeah. Love to see it. (laughs) Good small business thriving. I wanted this hat so bad as a kid. I thought I'd look just as cool as Indiana Jones. Um, Did you ever get it? No, they had it. They always sold it (laughs) at Disney World um, by the Indiana Jones show there, but it's like 80 bucks. And that was like the early 2000s, like 80 bucks for a fedora. So yeah. Oh, you know. surely right. Surely now it's like two hundred dollars, and you know Disney Probably. they inflate their prices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I thought that was a cool story about about the hats and whatnot. I've got another little story here. This is about how this movie came to be. So, when George Lucas had just was about to release Star Wars in theaters, the original Star Wars, him and Steven Spielberg were in Hawaii, and he thought that Star Wars is going to bomb because it, it costs more than he was really comfortable with. And he didn't know how it was tracking. You know, they didn't have the tracking technology like today. So he, he was genuinely scared. Like my movie's going to bomb and I'm going to be done in Hollywood. I need to come up with another story. And while they're in Hawaii, him and Steven Spielberg were building sandcastles together. And he pitched the idea of this whole thing, Indiana Jones. And that's uh Steven Spielberg loved it and agreed to direct it. And it's kind of like a wild little story about just these two. That's pretty wild. I, I, I guess yeah. I just don't know anything about any movie because I didn't know that either. That's pretty wild. Yeah. And it's like one of the most iconic movies, you know, yeah. so that's pretty crazy. I can't believe he I thought guess... Star Wars was going to bomb. That's pretty also right. really surprising to me. But anyway, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, there's no way to know. You know, there was never really a big sci-fi epic movie to that degree like that, you know, so. Um, yeah how would they even find out i guess by ticket sales but then it would be like you didn't pre-order tickets back then yeah so there's no way to know you have to show up hope you have a seat yeah it's wild yeah um i got some miscellaneous notes here so one there is a moment when where indiana jones has a rocket launcher pointed at the ark of the covenant 
What do you think would have happened if he would have actually shot it? I mean, everyone would have died. Everyone. I think including him, I feel like. <laughs> I think the world would have exploded. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that was supposed to be a nuclear? Is that what you said? No, it's no, just a rocket launch. No, it back then. Yeah, it didn't exist. Yeah. So, yeah. that's. I mean, that's wild. That is pretty crazy. Oh, and then also, now that, like, knowing now that if you open it, everyone just dies in, yeah, like, so what happens if you destroy it? Everyone would have died Could anyway. It? Yeah, can it be destroyed? I don't know. Maybe indestructible. <laughs> oh, you know what? But you like, know what? That's that's a good point. It, it the outside yeah. probably can't, but like I think the explosion from the rocket launcher, everyone would have died. R.I.P. Yeah, <laughs> oh, every yeah. single person there. I think if you did destroy that covenant, like, does the power of God just stay out in the world and just go around killing people forever? I don't know. Yeah, because like, why is the power of God just? Well, I, I think it was implied that it was just a bunch of ghosts, but maybe not. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you have to get a, like a genie bottle and ta- trap them in there. I don't know. <laughs> or another Danny chest. Yeah. yeah. Um. So while well, on that note, a lot of people have pointed out, and this is not a new take. This is a very old take. Indiana Jones does not actually affect affect the overall plot in this movie in any way, any meaningful way whatsoever, because the Nazis still find the Ark and they still open it, which is what they would have done whether he wasn't there. So either way, all the Nazis That's... die. <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't really matter. You know what? I actually didn't even, I did not notice that. I guess the only thing that he really does, does he even save Marion? I don't know. I mean. Well, if he's not involved, Marion never gets involved. It's true. Because he goes to her. About I guess it. technically he doesn't <laughs> affect the plot <laughs> by putting her in danger. Um, yeah. That is, yeah, I, I didn't even pretty crazy yeah. technically the arc saved the day right if you think it about itself. it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah how did they um, even put it back on it falls back on by itself it like gets shoots right, up in the sky right. and it falls back on yeah also and like, then, like what <laughs> it's crazy to me that the americans just put it in storage because in real life America would have used that as a weapon. They would have a hundred percent, and the, yeah. the army would have taken control of it. It would have gone to like Area yeah. Fifty One. It would have been like those vibes for sure. They would yeah. have used it in every war and just killed every country. Everyone. That, yeah, <laughs> just open it in their direction. They would do that. Yeah. yeah, unless like for some reason they kept secret like what ended up happening with it. But like, yeah, a hundred percent, they would have been like, we can use this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And then like I don't know. Speaking of that though that scene where like the friend i forgot i forgot his name already and nina jones like lift up the little thing over the ark of the covenant oh, yeah, him and, like what do you mean i don't remember the character's name john reese davis davies yeah. yeah there's no way they would have been able to pick that up that's stone oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i don't know like i feel like it would have been it would have made more sense for them to kind of just like push it off but yeah they said yeah we can just lift this just the two of us it's fine <laughs> which like is yeah. a small thing but it's just like really well, there's there's a lot of like big stone movings in these movies that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. You know, they they'll plug up, they'll pick up a thing that's been shut for five thousand years and just move it with ease. You know, it's like oh okay, that's that's fine, I guess. Um, uh, oh yeah, and then like the, the which I guess I don't know, it's not realistic. But then that one scene, um, this is worse in my opinion. The one scene where they're like, uh, like the top of like the whole like underground thing, where they find it. And you can tell it's like the back is obviously green screen. Oh, yeah. If you know what I'm talking about, like where uh, Indiana Jones is like watching them kind of like pry open the top of it, their underground thing. Where Are they you talking about the it. lightning, like the lightning scene? Is that the lightning about? scene, yeah. And 
it's you in my opinion you just tell it's so it's so obviously green screen oh yeah yeah, yeah. and i was like oh, okay is this what we're doing yeah so <laughs> which i mean like i said it's an yeah. 80s movie but yeah 81 like, early 80s bad. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so this movie had a budget of 20 million dollars it made 330 million worldwide at the box office so big hit mm. huge hit um you know you're also that's not even including like re-releases dvds digital sales you know like uh the toys, toys and merch yeah. and yeah and soundtracks you know so this movie has made obviously made a ton of money because it got four sequels so um yeah. you know it's it's obviously done very well and continues to do well except for the new one which may seems like it may bomb which uh, like i don't i don't know like i'm someone that it has to be like really bad for me to not like a movie it was decent yeah. and it was all right, but it's I, got I good just, reviews. I don't know. It didn't feel the same, yeah. I guess. It's like yeah, it definitely movie. doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely not. So, um, so outside of just sequels, there are several video games and comics made with this. My favorite video game though is Lego Indiana Jones. I think that's a great game, and I think I played that too. Very iconic. Yeah. I mean, really, any Lego franchise game is gonna be great, but like this one oh, yeah, and the Star Wars one are the ones I remember very distinctly. Uh, yeah. playing with my brothers it's yeah 10 out of 10 <laughs> did you know there was a tv show the young indiana jones chronicles where did no i didn't where did it play like what station? it was in the 90s it didn't it didn't do very well it got moved around a couple times on channels but they had harrison ford on for one episode i think but other than that it was like a younger kid that played him and it was like i was gonna say why was he not indiana jones <laughs> Yeah, it's like an edutainment thing. It's like to teach kids about history or whatever, you know. Oh, so, boo! I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah kids and kids can kids can spot edutainment a mile away. I know yeah, I could. They don't if care I saw anything, about it. if anything tried to remotely teach me something, no, I'm not watching that. Yeah, me. like that, and then like the math computer games, like barely wanted yeah. to play those. So yeah, 100. percent They just wanted to watch Shark, Baby Shark. That's that's really it. But. But anyway, um, yeah, I could tell. There's a probably a good reason why it bombed. I've got some IMDb trivia for us if you'd like me to go through it. <laughs> I would um, love to. Great. The famous scene in which Indy shoots a marauding and flamboyant swordsman was not in the original script. This is very well known, one of the most well known movie facts. But essentially, the story I goes, did not know it still. But anyway, you yeah, <laughs> some people don't. Essentially, the story is uh, a lot of the cast got food poisoning. Harrison Ford had diarrhea and dis- dysentery, I think. And if they had this dysentery? whole big sort dysentery, is that what I meant to say? That's pretty wild. What were they eating? <laughs> I don't know. If you want to Google it while I tell the story, that'd be great. Um, but essentially what happens is um, they got sick. They couldn't, they were out in the heat. It was like, a, you know, in the, in the desert. And, the other guy had practiced the sword fight for like days. He had gotten it perfectly down. But that day, Harrison Ford, he said in interviews, like, I was literally about to like poop my pants. And so he just pulls out the gun and shoots the guy. And it makes a very yeah, iconic I, scene. Yeah. And it definitely yeah. makes more sense for what the actual Indiana Jones character would do. Yeah. Because if he has yeah. a gun, he would just use it. Why would he pull out a sword? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. Dysentery is literally an infection of your gut. Uh, that causes bloody and mucus diarrhea. I'm, I'm sure you guys don't care about that, but I had to know if I don't know about something. Yeah. Um, that is pretty wild. They definitely ate like bad food. <laughs> yeah. Um, food yeah. Like, uh, like E. coli salmonella. Yeah. 
that's pretty pretty crazy <laughs> yeah he was like sick sick he has a bad track record of just getting sick or injured in his movies i actually have another yeah. fact about that here in a little bit but um freeze framing during the well of soul scene you can notice a golden pillar with a tiny engraving of r2d2 and c3po from the star wars saga on one of the walls you're also on the wall behind Indy when they first approached the arc. It's like carved into the wall. Like it, uh, George Lucas put in there. It's like a, a uh, Easter egg, essentially. Just like a fun little thing. You know? Interesting. You look. You don't look like you're happy with that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that implies it's the same universe. <laughs> I think it's weird. Gorgeous. So like in the third movie, there's a bar called Obi-Wan. And it's not yeah. like, you know, it's just like a little throwaway gag, essentially. Uh, Indy's Indy's line to Marion when they are on the ship, he says, "It's not the years, honey. It's the mileage." It was actually ad libbed by Harrison Ford. That wasn't in the script. Pretty good line, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it's definitely a choice. I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> I was like, "Doesn't that mean yeah. the same thing?" But it's all good. <laughs> it's when she's talk- he's talking about like being beat up and tired. She's like, "You don't move around like you used to." It's, um. The out-of-control airplane actually ran over Harrison Ford's, Ford's knee, tearing a ligament in his left leg. Lucky for him, the heat <laughs> had turned the rubber tire soft so it did not crush the bone. Uh, rather than submit to Tunisian healthcare, Ford had his knee wrapped in ice and carried on. Well, that's really wild because you that really also, have to have surgery for that. <laughs> that also happened on the Force Awakens set. He had a door fall on his leg and like snapped it. Snapped it? Like broke it, yeah. Broke his knee? No, his leg. I don't know what part of his leg. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's pretty About crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just um, breaking bones and ligaments, and he's like, "Yeah, I just put some ice on. It's probably fine." Literally he's crashed a lot of planes too. He's oh like known. As a, he's like a known pilot. That's what he does in his free time, and he's crashed at least once or twice. Yeah. He just don't care about his life, I guess. Or he's just, he cannot I don't die. know what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> he's got nine lives, uh, yeah. <laughs> During the scene where Indiana threatens the Nazis with a Panzerfaust, Panzerfaust, you can clearly see a fly. This is crazy. Listen to this. You can clearly see a fly creeping into the mouth of Paul Freeman, the uh, the French archaeologist villain. I thought I thought I was imagining that because like, I was like... You saw it? You noticed it? Was that there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, he doesn't swallow it or anything. They just thought it would be funny to cut out the frame where it flies away, like in editing as a joke. And so it just looks like it, it crawls in and stays there. Yeah. Why did they choose to do that? Uh, apparently George Lucas just thought it would be funny. He's like, haha, do this. Yeah, but like prank. if no one really noticed it, because like then you're like, oh, maybe I was imagining that. Maybe it wasn't really there. Yeah. So if you didn't think it was there, why would it be funny? <laughs> I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Maybe people thought it was funny. hilarious. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> um, and last last thing here. Does this hold up? Is it is this something you'd watch in your own time again at some point? Um, maybe the other ones first. But yeah, I yeah. have watched it in my own time before. I'm unfortunately someone that has not seen a bunch of classic movies. Yeah. So I'd probably have to watch others before this. But but yeah definitely a good one holds up in my opinion i think so too i think this is as good a movie as can be made in like an adventure sense i think yeah yeah okay well caitlin what is next week next week's your choice what are we watching 
Um, actually, I have no idea. Um, I'm hoping to suggestion this, but I guess I'm trying to think of something that I had watched a lot when I was a kid. So um, we could do a Bratz I, thing. Well, we could do that, or we could do uh, Cat. Okay, well, your uh, <laughs> your mic cut out, but we we got you in here on the one mic, so we're wrapping up anyway. But let me scoot over here. All right, so yeah, I think Cat in the Hat next week would be very good. So we could do Cat in the Hat, but I also kind of really want to do the Lizzie McGuire movie. Um, but that one is really iconic for uh, for girls everywhere, really. So I think we should do that. Okay, Lizzie yeah. McGuire movie it is sure <laughs> okay. thing. All right, well, um, thank you all for listening, especially for listening to these first three videos. Um, no podcasts. <laughs> could do a video if you want yeah maybe we'll do a video version eventually but for right now just trying to get the hang of this so we appreciate you listening please um subscribe to the podcast feed like, like subscribe it, share it. rate i'm just kidding you can't rate on Facebook. <laughs> um do all those things and all new episodes from now on are going to come out on tuesdays i know these came out on sunday but yeah going to be on every tuesday a new episode once a week Follow us on Facebook at Nuance Nostalgia. Find our page. You can follow me at Nick Norris 06 on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find Caitlin at Caitlin Shorts oh, everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. I hope. All right. Well, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with Lizzie V. McGuire. <laughs> the Lizzie McGuire. Where's the clapping? Oh, uh, you want to do the? We have some buttons. Press the button. Uh, you got to go up. Scroll up. Clapping. The middle one. Yay. 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 The, the laughing sound one. Oh, go up. To the top right. All right. Yay. You're welcome, everyone. Good night. <laughs> Too kind. It's, st- it's still going. This is 30 sec- This is 36 seconds of cheer. I'm just going to end it here. Goodbye, everyone.